Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, daily motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to help you incorporate healthy routines, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I'm going to be real. I initially thought I was just going to toss 10 to 20 actionable tips on how to get out of a bout of survival mode, but I have gone full Julie America on this subject. So now we're all stuck diving a little deeper than we first planned. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But whenever we're trying to get out of a funk, there's a million different ways, combinations of ways and strategies that we can take to approach this. And All of those will not work for all of us. So we really need to keep that in mind before we throw all our eggs in any of these baskets. But for me, if you are trying to escape the sense of survival mode that you might currently be in, I still believe the general foundation of where to start stands for everybody. And it starts with identifying the sources of your stress and see if you can downsize it in any which way. Which can you delegate? What can you improve the process of? What can you switch up or reframe for the better of your enjoyment? What can we cut out completely? Yada, yada, yada. Then after we identify and reduce and restructure, we're still stuck with shit we don't want to do. That's the stuff we kind of have to reframe our gratitude and try to get a better take on what we have to do in the meantime to at least enjoy the process of what we're stuck in. You know, you got to be here, babes. You may as well enjoy it. With this kind of situation, are there any ways we can change our perspective to get more rewarding feedback or wisdom from the experience that we're dreading? So once we've accomplished those foundational things, eliminating all unnecessary stress and ideally reframing the unavoidable, if possible, then we can start to work on the next phases, which are a little bit more abstract and will differ depending on who we are, where we are, and what we're dealing with. So 
I know I talked about it a little bit, but I've organized it better. So stick with me through this because I figured I would start by explaining my typical go-to, which is retreat. When I'm under a shit ton of stress, I typically like to run from everything and shut down completely. I mean, I don't like to, but that's what I do naturally. Your girl goes into couch lock mode. I turn off all reminders or stare at them until they disappear. And I realized recently that this is a phase of recovery where I typically need to reach for things that revitalize me or reconnect me to myself in the space around me, but I often struggle and I often pick up shit that disconnects me further. But instead of denying myself of all of my impulses, I try to remember through this process that it's trying to tell me something and it's really all about balance. Smoking weed is perfectly fine. Turning off all notifications for all the important work things I'm missing, probably less fine. Basically, instead of choosing all things that continue to push me further away from the peace I'm seeking away from these stresses, this is the mode that we need to seek out and make a few more conscious choices (laughs) towards connecting instead of disconnecting. Like a turtle in a shell, you can make the shell a nicer place to retreat to, but not one that keeps you from ever popping back out to see if the sun shines back, you know? And in general, after I do my little reclusive retreat, I typically move into a quickly trying to reset mode where I kind of try to focus on getting back into my routine, often too quickly. But when I'm doing it well, I'm trying to focus on the things that, again, connect me and power me up that don't actually feel like chores and more shit to do, more plates to spin. I hate when meditation becomes a to-do list for me. Instead, I try to, again, restructure my perspective to remember that meditative moments are gifts and trying to find peace within them is a valuable tool that will benefit me forever. And regaining love for waking up and getting coffee by imagining things going well or re-evaluating my relationship with gratitude at this point in time in my life. The point is, during this reset, it's important to kind of get back into the routine that feels good, that you actually need to nourish yourself, and not focus so much on the things you feel like you should have been doing this whole time, because that will quickly spiral you back into a stress mode. Or at least that's what it does to me, because that's my typical go-to. And instead of bouncing back into retreating and then resetting, it's really important to be conscious of the vibes, baby. I know that sounds so reductive, but it's true. Like, how do things feel afterward? Do you feel more connected? Do you feel more rejuvenated? Or are your vibes lower? As someone who has spent a lot of hours consuming true crime, I can honestly say they are sometimes very low vibes. And I feel that in my day to day. And there are times in my life where I have enough high vibrations that that can't bring me down. But there are times in my life where I can't listen to it. I think during these moments, it's especially important to pay attention to how shit's affecting you. You don't have to track it forever. Just track it for now while you're getting out of the funk. Because more often than not, I don't even notice that the stuff I'm doing is affecting me negatively or positively. I just do those things kind of organically until I'm in another hole. (laughs) So I'm trying to stay out of those holes by being more conscious. Unless it's a good hole in which, never mind. I love you. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. I had to run after that one. It was bad. And I'm not cutting it out. Sorry, mom.
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.